Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! the Broadway one, right? That's not the movie one. I mean, technically. That's not the movie one. That is a movie one. That is not the movie one. Uh, mean Green Mother is... Wasn't that a new one for the movie? I don't think so. I don't think that... Is that in the... That's, I, in, that's I, on the show, isn't I, it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about uh, Thor Ragnarok. Don't, don't Feed the Plants, I think, is oh. is the Mean Green Mother from the from the stage show, I think. I'm trying to that remember from when we saw it. after. But Mean... Yeah, I don't remember Mean Green Mother being in the stage I, show. I could be wrong, but I thought, I thought Mean Green Mother was... I'm not sure. I'm not sure either now. Well, I, I don't know what to tell either of you. Anyway, I'm, I'm hello. <laughs> Welcome to Jedi News UK. Oh, no. Wait, hello. No, that's, and no. You know what? Now we're going to get phone calls because I said that or texts or hey, something. Hey, you know, we can get if phone calls. If you'd like to share, oh, what you, what? Share, what, share what you think. Hello. Hello, Swindon. If you'd like to share <laughs> what you think about no, Big Kev's geek stuff. It's it's Fink. Fink. <laughs> If you want to share what you think about Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you can give us a call at the brand new GVM line. 425 no, no. 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 It's 201. 201. What is it? It's on the top of the prep sheet. Oh, Jesus. oh look at this. 730. 730 blip. B-L-I-P. <laughs> no. It actually works out. I tried it. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. I think you can use... It's BKG, B, BKGS. Bugs. It's 201-730-BKGS, 201-730-2547. I'm telling you, I think blip works also. I was Bravo, to, Kilo, I was Golf, trying to come Sierra. Up. <laughs> that, that's true. Hold on. 2547-2547. Yeah, blip. You could also do blip. All, All right. right. So there it is. There so it is. is. We have a new number. And that number again, 201-730-BKGS, 201-730-2547. And I understand we already have calls. We have two. Wow. 
Um, so it's possible that depending on how things work, when you call that number, you might get an automated message that says that that number is unavailable right now. But if you'd like to leave a message, you can, and then you can. We have to put the outgoing uh, still on. Yeah. It. So here's the problem with Google Voice. So we're oh, using Google boy. Voice. Oh boy. Google Voice does not allow you to actually upload an outgoing MP3 file. You actually have to record it through a phone. So couldn't you record it and then like stick the phone near a it, thing? It, it comes out sounding like shite. Yeah, All right. that's not going to sound So you're saying well. we just got to do one live. So we're just going to figure something out. You know, I'd like to hearken you back a few years to yeah. when we attempted to do this. Yeah, it didn't go well. It didn't go that's well. Why, that's why, that's why uh, Mr. Fantastic did it. Although I don't know actually who was ever on it for the past 10 years. It was you, me, and him. Oh, was it all three of us? Yeah, we each oh. had like one line. Yeah. And his was like, leave a message. <laughs> and and we, I don't remember if it was you, one of the two of you, it wasn't me, uh-huh. just couldn't get through without laughing. I can't remember who it was. It was, was probably though. me then. Um, I'll take I the blame. See, I actually, uh, I honestly don't know. And maybe it was, it might have been both you and I when he just was like, leave a message. And we would just crack up. I know it was difficult. That but I e- remember. either way, the important thing is that we have a number. Yes. There will eventually be an outgoing message, even though. If it's not there right away, but it's coming. I'm, uh, that doesn't mean you can't leave a message. No, you could certainly leave a message. Don't be dissuaded. I'm going uh, to fix that tonight, aren't I? Uh, you might. I was waiting for that. You know what my favorite part of Google Voice is, though? Um, and I should have brought them with us. Maybe I'll bring them with me for uh, next show. Uh, it sends you a transcript. Really? Wow. Of, of the, oh, but they're Oh, oh that's they're, oh, they're hilarious. Is it like Siri bad? Uh, it might be Siri. Oh, my bad. goodness. <laughs> Hi, B K P O J. Big chop. Wait, what? <laughs> I at the did rug one. Oh my god, oh, that's the best. Oh, it's the best. We gotta start. You know what we should do? If they're really terrible, just read those instead. No, no. Well, I mean, we should play it. I don't know that we should read it, but we should post them. <laughs> we should post them on the website. We could post them. That would be really funny. Some of them are, are they're, they're rather entertaining. And you know why I didn't want to do it tonight? Because I don't want, because it's not the caller's fault. Right. Right. And I, I don't want us to start off on a new foot with a new number bashing no. the caller. I got you. It's and not the caller's fault. It's, it's the right Google's thing. voices. No, it's we're we're, we're going to wait right until we hear their voicemails to bash yeah. the callers. That's right. We're going to wait for Sea Monkey to call yeah. before we start That'll, that'll be the start of that. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Sorry, uh, hey, I love hey, guys, no, I love you. last uh, show of 2016. Yes, last show of 2016. And good goddamn riddance. 430. Yeah, 2016 has been a, what a, it's been a rough. Have you, seen that, uh, have you seen the meme going around? It, and it's, it's, something like, it's something like, finally I get it for 2016. And it's just Betty White as the Highlander. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I There can be one. only one. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Because everybody but Betty White, I think, has passed away in 2016. Wow. It seems that way. Good job. Now, now, you've, now you've ruined that. Yeah, there's a week and well. a half left. Because we've got time. I know. Ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apologies Somebody just died. Who just died? Somebody just died like two days ago. Everyone. Was it Peter Cushing? Everybody's <laughs> dead, Dave. Nope. He's apparently not dead. He's not dead, <laughs> nope. Dave. Uh, yeah, so we saw Rogue One. We were going to talk about that probably in segment two. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but we do have some stuff that we're going to talk about in uh, in segment one. This is Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 435, and we're calling this one Big Kev. What are we calling it? I'm uh, leaving it to you. Uh, Big, Big Kev's Star Wars Holiday Special. Sure. Star Wars Holiday Special. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Who's what? coming up? Who's going to dress up as Boba Fett with the white bath towel? 
That wasn't on the holidays. Oh, that wasn't holidays. Oh, no. that was the parade. That was the parade when they first revealed my, the character. Proto Fett was what the you're thinking special. is the animated Fett. Oh, right, right. It was yes, the yes. animated Fett in the holidays. My, my apologies. My apologies. Well, anyway, the incident at I can't remember whatever it was. Uh, so we all started with that song, Mean Green Monster from Outer Space. Yep. Mother. Of course, Mother. Uh, of course, because we're talking about Thor Ragnarok and the big <laughs> reveal this week. Yes. Oh, yes. That there will be a Planet Hulk tie-in. He's a big green mother from outer space, right? Well, well <laughs> he's, big, he's, he's potentially a, a big green mother in outer space. He's a so big we're, green we're mother in outer space. Outer yeah, space. there you go. There you go. So, uh, yeah, what was the reveal? What's, what's going to be involved in the movie? I think uh, what they're doing is... We're going to visit Planet Hulk. I think what they're doing is is that they're kind of teasing it out there to see how how we react to it. I don't understand why they would feel the need to tease it at this point. Because somehow they're tying it into Ragnarok. No, I understand that. But okay. what I mean is to see how we would react to it. Because I feel like World War Hulk, Planet Hulk, that's the Hulk storyline that pretty much everybody has been clamoring for as far right. as a solo Hulk movie goes. Yes. However, I have a theory. you have to remember two things. Sure. One, okay. the Hulk in Planet Hulk is much different than the Hulk that we currently have in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Absolutely. So that right there is kind of like, if they want to kind of ease into it, you know, they need to make some more, what would be the right term, some more growth spurts in the Hulk. Sure. In the character of the Hulk. That needs to occur. Could Thor Ragnarok be one of them? Absolutely, yes. And I think that's probably the reason. When was the last time we saw Hulk? Hulk at this point now? Ultron. Ultron. It was Ultron. He wasn't in disappeared. Civil War. Right. He went out into space. No presumably. idea where he's he at. Going to space. We don't he know just where he was. Disappeared. He disappeared. Right. He okay. wasn't in space though. Okay. Because they found the Quinjet. Remember, he stole the Quinjet. Oh, right, at the right. end. Yeah. They found the Quinjet. They don't know where he is. Right. Um, or they're not saying where. So there's he been is. there's been a nice little chunk of time yeah. that has passed. I theorize. I think what they they might be doing is not necessarily teasing it out, but kind of testing the water to that, see how Planet yeah. Hulk itself plays from from a technological standpoint right. like does this look like shit you know is this do can we pull this off is it right. viable because so they're, they're going to try a little glimmer yeah. of planet hulk first and sakar and then see see if it's if it's feasible and also if it's feasible financially too because that little scene whatever, whatever little bit that they give us yeah. of, of the planet I mean, it's all it could, CGI. It could cost a, 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 a beyond Avatar kind of yeah, fortune. But we're, so. but we're talking Marvel money at this point. True, but <laughs> but even think Marvel about, is think smart about how gun shy they might but might be on the Hulk because the Hulk arguably has sure. been of all the success they've had. Hulk itself is probably their their weakest link at the moment because the, the standalone Hulk films have not. Fair well, well, you yeah. don't Critically count the, and, and you don't count the Banner film is not part of the MCU. Well, it's not part of the MCU, but it's it's still right. a Hulk is. film, and it's still so, Norton is Norton is Norton yeah. is. It's still both of those performed in a way that might make Marvel. Well, let's let's slow let's down, ease yeah, into this you. one a little bit. I feel you. Yeah, you know, I, they don't, don't want to be that's fully guns blazing. Look, they don't want to throw a whole bunch of money at something and fuck it up. Exactly. Because that's what Warner Brothers does. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and by the way, can we talk for just a brief second? I hate to disrupt the harmony of the Marvel Cinematic Universe sure. discussion. Uh, and I do want to talk more about some of this casting in, in, in Ragnarok. Um, but can I just say this? Patrick Wilson uh-huh. as Ocean Master in the Aquaman movie. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You know why it's interesting? Because Ocean Master's Aquaman's brother. Yeah. So pasty white. Patrick Wilson is going to be the brother of Jason Momoa. On okay. what 
fucking planet does that work? On well, planet WB? No, on planet, they're out of their fucking minds. That's well, what planet. Well, is listen. Ocean Master still going to be the brother of Aquaman, or is he now a half-brother? You know, I don't listen. As far as I understand, not, he's still the brother. Listen. One of them's adopted. Not, <laughs> not, not all goldfish look exactly alike. <laughs> That's true. That's, a good That's point. true. And <laughs> Patrick point. and Patrick Wilson in this case would be a goldfish, and Jason Momoa would be a fucking shark. Patrick Wilson's like a feeder fish, <laughs> and and Momoa is like a goldfish that's been in the pond a little bit longer. Momoa is like a goldfish in the pond at the Japanese restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, he's a koi. <laughs> uh, back to Ragnarok. This there's... is the one you get with the ping pong ball. <laughs> Yeah. Into the little bowl. If you're lucky, <laughs> if you get it in there and he's kind of like twisted and weird cause he's a feeder fish. Um, <laughs> the, um, Ragnarok, some interesting casting. Sam Neill is the most interesting, most interesting. I couldn't believe they cast him for the role of to be named later, to be named later. Yes. And Sam Neill as to be seen. Nowhere or, do we know who Sam Neill is. Playing. No, but, but for somehow, but Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Will be the Grandmaster. Okay. I'm not familiar with the Grandmaster, I have to say. I'm not I'd a have huge to look it Thor. up. I'm not a like Thor guy in general. I don't know. I know he's... the very basics. I mean, I guess he's a Thor character, but I'm not really familiar with I'd him. rather he was Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> well well that would be different. Uh Tessa Thompson, who I also don't know, uh, but she is bringing Valkyrie, Valkyrie to life. Yep. Well that's interesting for a number of reasons. One of which was Valkyrie's most sustained role. Uh-huh. Was in the Defenders. Hmm. Yes. Well, but we know that she's not going to be there, so. She doesn't mean she can't end up there. Whoever Tessa Thompson sure. is. She's not a big giant name that can't relegate down to doing. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it certainly could happen. I feel you. Does the Defenders hit before or after Ragnarok? Can uh, she, before. Can she pop know. up in the Defenders? As she a could little pop up in Defenders hello? season two. She could end this movie living in New York City. There's any number of different ways they could get mm. – if they wanted to get her in, they could. Just a quick thing. Grandmaster is one of the ageless elders of the universe. They have a picture? Yeah, big, big blue guy. Let me see. <laughs> Narrows it down, uh, Matt. Oh, okay. Somehow I think he's going to be different than that. Looks like Jeff Goldblum. Oh, uh, that is a big blue guy that I could definitely see Jeff Goldblum do. Yeah. Uh, uh, the universe uh, <laughs> is uh, – uh, uh, not fixed. It's, Chaos there. Uh, big blue guy. He's very um, reminiscent of... Uh, uh, he almost looks like he belongs in a Green Lantern I was comic. Just, that's what I was trying yeah. to get to. The, I, I couldn't think of the... Who are the, the dudes in charge with yeah, the Green Lantern? Blah, blah, blah. The, Those guys. Oh, my God. Now you froze me on it. The ah, little people. The, the, the blue dudes oh with the white God. hair. What are their names? Now, now OG Holy, has to look that up. This is embarrassing. I know. I'm embarrassed, Because I'm, I'm reading Green Lantern in Rebirth right now, and I, I just, I'm totally... I, I totally put it out because of the Ryan Reynolds the movie. The listening audience is screaming at us while Matt... Uh, I hope you're looking hey, it up. Hey, do you know... Well, I was about not, to say you could check out the new... I'm trying uh, to look it up. Hold on. What are their names? This we're, is killing we're me. We're going to scream the moment this we hear them. What do I? What me. do I look up, though? Green Lantern... Like, leaders. Green Lantern things well while you guys look that up i will um i will tell you that everybody that's been in a thor movie before now that you cared about is back uh additionally kate blanchett will play the mysterious and powerful new villain gila except she's not mysterious to anyone who's ever read a comic book kate blanchett's a good fucking choice for that though i think great choice for that character uh and carl urban yes Will add his might to the fray, as this article says, as Scourge. 
Now, I can't remember if I'm getting this right or not. Either they're the fucking Guardians. Are they just called the Guardians? The Guardians. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. The Guardians? I can't remember if Scourge or Curse. I think it's Curse is responsible for turning Thor into the Frog of Thunder in the best storyline ever for that book. Um, so I, I, I'm not. Maybe, OG, since you have your little thing open, you can look up Scourge because I think I'm confusing him with somebody else. And then also, as we mentioned, Sam Neill has been cast, but no role has oh, been given God. him. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, he, he could, could be, he, be? he could be anybody, a multitude of things. Yeah. Anybody. I he can't even speculate. Be another elder of the universe. <laughs> I'm, I'm banking probably on elder or I, I was saying before, if they, you know, I mean, see if he's shaved his head recently. Maybe he's a, you know, putting on a watcher, big, big pointy watcher collar. Scourge was an Asgardian who uh, was a supervillain that wielded a magic double blade, uh, double bladed battle axe. He's not who you're thinking. It is, let me, let think. me see. They got a picture. They yeah, get hold a picture on, of hold him? on, hold on. Yeah, it's like all blurry and shit because it's from Wikipedia. That's okay. I, I don't need good. I just need to make a reference. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that guy. All right. Yeah, that's not who I was thinking That's of. not who you're thinking So of. what I'm thinking of is Curse. Yes. That guy who maybe, now that I'm thinking about it, was Curse in the second Thor movie. I don't know, but I feel like we've just spent 25 minutes talking about Thor. That might be more than we've ever talked about Thor ever in the past 10 years. So thank you uh, for (laughs) listening to Big Kev's Thor stuff. All right. The other big green mother from outer space, Greg Berlanti, is going to be directing A Little Shop of Horrors. Greg Berlanti's a big green mother from outer space? He is. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going to be directing this um, for Warner Brothers Pictures. Oh, look, whatever. I'm okay. Oh, with this, of course you're okay with it. Because look what else he's responsible for. Oh, I for. know who Greg Berlanti is. He's responsible for my beloved CW universe. Yes. Um, and so he's a guy who likes, uh, he has fun with the writing that he does. He normally kind of, uh, he doesn't follow the source material, but he certainly respects the source material. Yep. I think yep, he yep, understands yep. what makes certain characters tick and work. Um, and as a fan of the show Little Shop and the original movie Little Shop, if he's the one that's going to adapt it, I guess I'm fine with that. Does Little Shop need to be adapted, I guess, is the bigger question. Is it going to be a musical? I I assume so. Well, you know, it started out as not a musical. The Jack Nicholson version was not not a a musical. musical. And there's no mention of... uh, of uh, Menken in here or Ashman uh, other than in ref- referring to the original musical but as far as in reference to this project it really just says a script by Matthew Robinson uh, who did not write the book of the, the original uh, film maybe or, it's a new or anything so it might be a whole new yeah, maybe take it's on it. it may not be a musical maybe it's closer to the Jack Nicholson um, version it, might, it, it actually might be interesting to see this made in that fashion now um, we're so everyone assumes that the, it's only existence is in a musical mm, format right um, and and forget the the and which is at this point a classic Corman horror film. Have you ever seen it? The original? Yeah. Uh, yes. Ages ago. The Jack Nicholson. It's terrible. We used to. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's Corman. It's so it's terrible. It's horrendous. We used to sell it, but at it's Suncoast. It's fantastic. I've never watched it. I remember it's seeing it all terrible. the time. Terrible. Never watched it. It's terrible. And you know what? The it's problem horrible, is amazing. The problem is if you've ever seen the musical, the musical is so funny and so much fun. You can't watch a flat. Sort of black comedy version of it that doesn't have any music in it. Yeah, that's you where know? where it may be tough because we're, we're so like, conditioned I, to the point with the musical right. that, that's something that's that's it's done something that's so classic legit. already, right? And 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 to the source, the actual source material, right. not the musical material, it it 
would be interesting to see what the response to this is going to be. It would be like, um, I don't know, if you got like a, a transgendered man to play yeah. Frankenfurter. <laughs> like it would be that kind of bad. Oh, no. I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what mm. you're doing there. Yeah, uh, we'll see. So let's see. Uh, I'm going to jump around in the in the prep sheet a little bit. I want to okay. go to the DuckTales. DuckTales. Now, have you guys seen the videos that are floating out there? I, I've only seen the news of the casting. I've not seen any videos from it. I hear they're phenomenal. The videos about them. Didn't they, re, didn't they all sing the yeah. song? So there something? was two. There was a quick little teaser that was really much of nothing. It was kind of Scrooge's gold coins kind of rolling about, and then you hear something from Donald. But then they announced the casting, and they did a video of the cast – uh, singing the theme song. Um, of course, the biggest probably casting news was David Tennant um, playing Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Which is, I mean, could there be a more perfect new Where Scrooge? smarter, not harder. <laughs> so uh, I'm totally okay with that. Bobby Moynihan, Danny Pudi, and Ben Schwartz as Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, Beck Bennett as Launchpad McQuack. Tox, I'm, no, I'm going to butcher her name. Ola yeah, she was on. Um, she was on Castle. She played. Uh, she played one of the characters in the last two seasons of Castle, and uh, Kate Masucci as Webby Vanderquack. And then we don't have casting for um, Donald Gyro Gizmo Duck, any of those other characters, the Beagle Boys, any of that stuff. So, is that Masucci or Macucci? Darkwing Dark, Dark Duck. Uh, I, I think it's Masucci, but. Hmm. I it could be Mikuchi. She's the she's or, uh, or Michucci. <laughs> Kate Mikuchi is from. Um, she's half of. Um, what's what's the? Oh 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 uh, oh Garfunkel and Oates. Garfunkel Garfunkel and Oates. Yes. I I just she can't is stop. awesome. She is awesome. She's awesome. I can't yeah. stop thinking about when Stephen Colbert broke down on on his old show with the whole Munch Mikuchi thing. <laughs> oh no! Which is one of the most legendary TV breakups. Uh, of recent times, but uh, so the, she's cute. She too, is. I think she is. the The video they released is all of them singing the theme song. It's really cute. It's really funny. But the best part about it to me is all of them are clearly looking at a script. Yeah. While they do it, except for Bobby Moynihan. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know Bobby Moynihan is? He's on SNL. He's the he's the. He's, he's the, the current that, fat guy. On yes. SNL. He is. He's uh he's the one that's also in the cast with uh, Garmin Arnar and a piece of toast. Right. They they don't get along very well. <laughs> You're not up on your Rick and Morty, are you? No. That goes back to season one. Anyway. Uh, I mean, I am, but I, I don't remember. But yeah. uh, but uh, he's the only one not looking at it because he just knows it. He He's the one that actually – didn't he play Psy when they did the, the spoof Yes, of, I uh, think so. I think he did. Yeah, and he's, he's just good. a big pop culture junkie. So yeah. the fact that he knows the song, just knows it. Doesn't surprise me at all. That's nope. pretty funny. But did you uh, ever yeah. did Did you guys ever see Garfunkel Notes on IFC the TV show? No, it was hysterically. Yeah, funny. I've, I mean, I know who it is. I've seen. I think some of like the indiv- the smaller videos they released, yeah. like on YouTube yeah. and stuff. And their songs are hysterical. Yeah. I mean, I think it's real. I think they're really funny. I would definitely go see them. I don't know that they're. I don't know that they're performing together currently. That might be on hiatus um, because they're both involved in other things. But and that also, show, uh, Simon and Hall are touring now. So. <laughs> they didn't want to conflict. Ba-dum-bum. Hey, uh, some trailers. Mm. Um, we got a Despicable Me three trailer. That was pretty funny. Which was pretty funny with uh, Trey Parker as the villain. I told you. Yeah. Wait, what? To- oh, he's hilarious. I said that when we were at the movies. Yeah. I said uh, Trey Parker's the villain. I missed that. But but the gimmick, his gimmick, which is which is I I don't want to give it away because I want oh, okay. people to watch. Which is the whole, the time period. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so funny. So when I was watching it, I knew that it was, I knew who it was doing the voice. But all I could think visually, for some reason, was Ben Stiller. 
Yeah. Like from Dodgeball. Yeah, because it's dark hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but the trailer's pretty funny. The trailer looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, there was a Sherlock trailer, which we know we're getting January 1st mm-hmm. on PBS, so that's coming Ooh. back soon. Um, uh, and then Spider-Man Homecoming, I think, was the big, big trailer, right? That's, that's yep, the, that was the big, big release. Um, um, I have one more to add to this list, too, when... Uh... When we get through this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I think, continues to look great. Um, I think all of Tony Stark's appearances in the film are what's in that trailer. Maybe a little bit more, but I don't think he's in it much more than that. No, they said that. They yeah. said that he's not in it very much. And the whole, I'm not hugging you, I'm getting the door yeah. for you. Hilarious. Hysterical. Mm-hmm. That that and the, you're not the Avengers, Hulk gave it away. I thought that was really funny. Oh, and, yeah. And that's ripped right out of the pages Spider-Man of the Spider-Man humor. Yeah. The only thing I miss. What? The glasses. Yeah, see, the glasses still don't bother me. I miss the glasses. Not bothered by the glasses. Yeah, the glasses. No, it's, I mean, I understand it. It's a little detail that yeah. I think matters. No, I understand. <laughs> I, I feel you. I'm I just, just saying. Uh, yeah, that one's not that one's not shaking me too much. I just I like think the vulture looks um... good. What we've seen of him so far. You know what? When I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I don't think I like it that much. But then I saw the toy, um, and the toy gives you a better look at the mask. Yeah. That's all I really needed the affirmation on. Once I was able to get a better shot at the mask and how it kind of looks like a bird's head, yeah, I was. I'm down with the vulture. Yep. I'm, I'm cool with it. And also, uh, that just that little clip of uh, of uh, Michael, uh, you know, who's playing him, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, yeah, mm-hmm. who's playing him, yeah. Man. He looks great. <laughs> he looks good. He's um, going to be uh, vicious. I think. We It'll see awesome. Zendaya in her not MJ role. Um, we see uh, who else? We see Iron Man, obviously. The in friend. There. You're the yeah. Spider-Man. No, no, no. no. You were on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to think what else really stuck out in that trailer. Oh, I think that was it. It looks really good, though. I'm looking forward to it. I just—it's another genre that MCU is going to is going to take on. Yeah. There, which is this is now the the teen, the high school teen comedy. Yeah. Awkward teen comedy. And good. And, and they should and, leave him right there. And oh nice, yeah. And but nice. that's, that's what's great about it. Like it, it's it's just like the heist movie with Ant-Man. We we had the 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 magic angle with, yeah. with like each film is always they're taking on a, a genre film and it, that happens to have a superhero angle to it. Yep. And we're looking at the same thing here with this. Um, and where, some nice little tie-ins. A, a awkward teen comedy like a super bad. Yeah. Something along that line and he just happens to be Spider-Man. Actually super. Yeah. Um, so I... I yeah, already, I'm uh, looking the, forward to this. The super bad teen movie has already been made. It was called Kick Ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, some MCU uh, Easter eggs. The picture of Bruce Banner in the classroom. Yep. It's Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner in the classroom. Howard Stark is in a Howard painting. Howard Stark is in a, in a painting. There's a couple of other small things. So but they're, it's nice they're, they're to both see those parts of nods. Like, actual yeah. history in yeah. the MCU. It's pretty cool. T- so, so, and uh, we'll talk more about this in Rogue One. Um, but I think what is essential for uh-huh. them to do in this movie is to make sure that they give a nod to the New York heroes of the Netflix universe. Yeah, in, I don't know how homecoming? that's. They I don't know how that's going to work. They have to. Yeah, I, they have. They have to they, do some. They hat. may. They it's may be simply, one hat tip. One. They it may do it like one. the show does it. The show yeah. just offhand mentions, you know, well now, you know, now there's, you know, gods from space doing wreaking havoc yeah. or. The, like just throwaway lines. There has to be, even if it's a newscast I think, in the back. I think at the best Daredevil you're get. has struck again. Murdoch and Nelson or something. something. I feel you. Some hat is the best tip. you're going to get. What's yeah. the name of Luke Cage's bar? You know, something along those lines. Right. Something weird. Something odd like that. So as you have long to keep as your they eye. get something. I mean, it, it'll be at a level of what we saw in Rogue One, where it's. I mean, you got to really well, pay we'll, attention. Yeah, to talk, it. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. 
Um, you said you had another trailer you wanted uh, to talk about? Yeah, there? the 23rd, uh, two days from now, uh, Sense8 makes a return oh, for those oh, that are paying right. attention. They, yeah. they put out a trailer. They'll be returning with a Christmas special, a two-hour Christmas special. And uh, I don't know that there's word on when it actually returns for a full second season, but I know that's coming soon. Right. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Did both of you catch up on that show? I or, no, or no. no. I watched the first two I'm episodes. Like, yeah, I'm like three, I, I really, really dug the first season of the show, and uh, and I'm, I've been uh, really excited about having a second season for it. So I'm glad it's finally coming down the down the pike because it's, it's been I don't know if it's been delayed yeah. or not it just seems like it's taken forever isn't I that the Wachowski siblings it yes is. it is uh, I didn't not like what I saw I think I started it and I think life just kind of got in the way and then I just never picked it back up so I'll probably yep. just start fresh again yeah, it couldn't hurt it's but, it's, um, a, it's yeah. a very interesting premise and uh, it was was a, a really fun first season it was uh, very very good very Wachowskis yeah of course and uh, I really dug it it's 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 my favorite thing that they have they have done in many years um, possibly since the Matrix and I I, I, uh, I really did Cloud Atlas but I've only seen that once right. but. Um, yeah, it's up there. So I, I'm looking forward to season two. And it's, uh, and it's hard got, to do Cloud Atlas twice. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a. I want to, but that's a, an adventure of a movie. Um, but yeah, I, and you've got some time to catch up. Uh, and yeah, this special's coming out. It's only a little two hour hit. So nice. uh, if you if you start it soon, maybe work your way through it. And during the holidays, you can get uh, fully up to date on Sense Eight. I recommend it. One more trailer because I feel like if we don't mention it, um, and I didn't watch it, I just didn't have time. But I feel like if we don't mention it, someone's going to call us out for it. Blade uh, Blade Runner looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on our sequel. Facebook page. Yeah, I know. I just haven't had a chance to Visually looks click great. It. They kept the, uh, the the tone looks wonderful. It's it's really, it's just, it's the tiniest taste of what, right. what's expected. It's, you can't really. No, it's a year it, away. Yeah, it gives us nothing, is, is really, this, as far as what, what we're looking at from a plot perspective. Or it's it's just, it's really just Do we know, this is point. this a prequel to the theatrical release, the director's cut, the super extended director's cut with the, alternate it, timelines? It's a sequel. <laughs> it's a sequel. It's a sequel. I know. It's a sequel to the to the film now the, the film in in its various cuts tells the same basic story I know, I know. uh but but ends in in slightly different ways right. but I, I think you know it, it really honestly it will likely fit whichever cut you've watched of okay. the original one i my my feeling is um which cut do you think is the best cut personally i i tend to favor the final cut Okay. Um, I for nostalgia, the the very first one I saw, you know, in it's childhood theatrical, was the, the original mm-hmm. one with with the uh, the voiceover and all that. Right. But but having been to exposed to all of these cuts over the years, and, right. and I, I actually marathoned at one point uh, over the span of a few days when I was sick, and this goes back a few years ago when when the final cut came to Blu-ray, and and the final cut did what I I have always wished George Lucas would do, where it included every iteration of Blade Runner that has right. ever been. Right. Uh, from theatrical to uh, that, director's cut, that special and so edition on. came in like a case with all that stuff. There was right? a bells and whistles case yeah. one, and there was I have just the you know here's a Blu-ray case with I think like I have the five or six discs in it. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, in, in all of its evolutions, or I'll I mean I'll watch any I'll watch sure. Blade Runner in any fashion you throw in front of me. I, it's one of my all-time favorite films. It's a it's a beautiful beautiful piece of work. Uh, I'm not terrified by the sequel. I'm actually looking forward to it, especially now that I, we've gotten that glimpse of it. Right. Um, the, the name, if you are not a film buff, you may not know the name Roger Deakins. But the fact that this man is the director of photography for this film is a very, very, very big deal. And I think it's going to be, go a long way in retaining the aesthetic that Ridley Scott established with the, with the first film. Right. Um, Roger Deakins is responsible for uh, Skyfall. Uh, and, and myriad other films, but from from a geek perspective, or, or from my perspective, off the top of my head, the first two that are, I'm very fond of is Skyfall, obviously, and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. 
One the of my man, favorites. And, and this son of a bitch, uh, and, and look up his <laughs> canon on IMDb, he has never had an Oscar, and it's a sin. It's a fucking sin, because he, he's an amazing cinematographer, absolutely amazing, and should have won for Skyfall alone, that, that fight that takes place in Hong Kong behind the... Uh, in the skyscraper, it's an amazing piece of cinematography. Well, maybe this will eventually lead him to that so award. So you, you never know. I, you know, sci-fi often gets overlooked, but I mean, for God's sake, this man needs a statue before he's gone, which he has many, many years before that happens. Yeah. Um, with that, I think we can maybe take our first break, yeah, and then we'll come back with we got, Rogue One and some other stuff. I guess uh, that's uh, yeah. that's nothing else we want to touch on. Yeah, I mean, we'll just do a quick once over. I mean, yeah, Rogue, we could, uh, Gotham City Sirens was announced. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. All of, all of the rumor, uh, all of the casting rumors are just rumors. I don't actually think that Megan Fox is going to play absolutely not Poison Ivy, even though absolutely they saw not. her buying issues or whatever it was. Absolutely not. I just don't think that's gonna uh, Chris Evans is going to play I, Jekyll. I have, I have, a, I have picks. I, I would, and and it goes co- uh, coincides with uh, another friend on Twitter. I, I think the Poison Ivy and the Catwoman, ideally, should reflect. Uh, ben Affleck's age, and they, sh- sure. they don't want to go with a with an ultra young, uh, hot, you know, uh, like a Megan Fox type yeah. of type thing. I think Ava Green would be a monster of a Catwoman. Okay, and this is my own bias, but Christina Hendricks should be Poison Ivy. Okay, that's what I think. I mean, well, yeah, but I'd like to see her fake leaves. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm just saying. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't. I don't think Megan Fox is going to be it. I'm not. No, no. one is shocked by no. Gotham. Uh, no one is shocked by Sirens. We knew that was coming. We knew that Harley Quinn was getting her own movie, yep. and this is the way to do it. They weren't going to give her her own own movie. They had to give her someone to play with in right. the movie. Um, and Ivy and Catwoman are the two most logical characters, and it's a good way to just introduce them to this world. So the only thing, Ken, is I get what you're saying about Catwoman and Ivy being closer to Affleck's age, but there's a pretty big leap between Margot Robbie and Affleck in age, isn't there? Yeah. And, and, yeah, and I would and I would think that I would think that maybe they would be a little bit older than Roby. Not the same age, but a little bit older. So maybe you have to find a middle ground in there somewhere. Yeah. Ava Green and Christina Ava, Hendricks. Oh, all right. Fair well, enough. Well, <laughs> let's go with that. Well, look, it's, it's you know, it's Warner Brothers, so they're going to screw it up. I don't know why we're even... I, I tried to, to watch Suicide Squad again. I, yep. I just can't. You won't get that time yeah. back. I can't. So, I, got about, I got about 30 minutes in before I stop. So this Lionsgate Jekyll is not to be confused with the new Universal. No, absolutely nothing not. to do with no, the, this is based the on Monster the, uh, Universe. The BBC show that came out, what, 10 years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched a couple of episodes. I remember I was in my... I was in my Brookdale Gardens apartment, I think, when that episode came out. Oh, my. Oh, my. 2-1-B. Um, I liked it. The couple episodes I saw, I kind of liked. How it's going to be adapted into um, a film will be interesting. But, you know. Not to be confused with Russell Crowe playing it in Universal's upcoming yes. right. The Mummy. Which the I, Mummy. I, I don't. Th- this Lionsgate one might not even fly at the end of the day. Yeah, um, who knows? Because, I mean, Evans is so, so, so tied up. Right now, with uh, with all the Avenger stuff that he's got going, yeah, on. it says and, that right and, here, and, and, a, and a personal project of some sort tied in yeah. there too, uh, which I don't know off the top of my head. I think he want, he, there's something he's aiming to direct, and I can't for the life of me remember what he was. This Ruben Fleischer character, Zombieland, is doing the Zombieland sequel. Yeah. So, so this might not fly. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd be so, surprised if it did. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, what else? 
Uh, Godzilla sequel and Pacific Rim sequel titles revealed. Who cares? What are they? Um, King of the Monsters for Godzilla. Yeah, that makes sense. And was it Uprising for Pacific Rim? Yeah. I think both of those make I, sense. It makes sense. I, I miss Maelstrom. I'd had it a, I know. I think it had held more of the gravitas that, that was befitting a Pacific Rim. Yeah. Than, is, now Uprising is very kind of... Is, is anyone not reading uh, into Godzilla uh, King of the Monsters? That they announced right before the Kong movie oh, comes out. Oh, of course. Out, we know, yeah. we know that they're leading to that. I think that's, it's going to be that's funny. Not, that's not a question. I hope uh, they scale Kong up a little because right now I think he's a little small compared to that Godzilla. Um, and then the third Cloverfield movie, The God Particle, has yep. been delayed until um, October, October of this year, right? No, no. October of, well, uh, 17. Yeah, yeah uh, that's right. 17, sorry. Uh, yeah, the coming year, I guess I should say. So uh, I still haven't seen the second <clears throat> the second Cloverfield movie? Highly recommend. I know. you. Every week you tell me, and every week I'm like, yep, I'm going to watch it. Do it. And I still haven't done it Do yet, it. So. There's uh, a lot of people in that movie. Uh, well, everybody. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. And I read the description of the movie, and I'm still not quite sure. How it ties how in. How it ties in. I'm, I'm yeah. confused. But I think if I saw well, the second one, it would make more sense. Maybe, uh, so. Yeah. It's Now, and bear in mind, this isn't, this isn't necessarily the Cloverfield cinematic universe. Right. Um, because there, there's theories that whether or not the last one actually is indeed physically tied to the first Cloverfield film. Okay. You know, the, the feeling may be that, you know, the, the, the tie, it's really just the idea of, of, you know, the, the specter of the Cloverfield, uh, mythos, uh, mythos, I guess in the, in the background, but you know, there's, there's speculation. This film, the third one, I think will, this will establish Okay, are these just Twilight Zone kind of stories right. in a universe where where these sort of things are happening, or is this actually all events that are happening in the same universe and and, and all actually to each other really in some strongly linked to each other? Um, so I, I'm I'm eager to see where they're going with that, you know, and and I'll be happy with either one. I, I'll, I'll happily take Cloverfield as as just anthology films that are a little on, that are on the creepy side and and sure. or intense it's, or it's, whatever. It's the Black Mirror of the cinematic yeah, universe. I'll take that, or or I'll take a universe where you know this is this is the Cloverfield world and yep. shit that happens in 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 Cloverfield dimension. I feel you. I'll take either one. I All just right. get me the get me the goddamn movie. That's what I want. After after ten Cloverfield Lane, I want more. Well, you're now. gonna get it. You gotta wait less than a year. Yeah, that's you know. <laughs> look, nah. and 2017 is a good year. There's T- lots of good stuff coming. Times out, so. are wasting. Times are scary. Oh, you know, they let's, are. Let's, let's, give me these properties. <laughs> Movies will keep us safe, Ken. Mm. Movies will keep us safe. No. <laughs> and with that, Big Kev. <laughs> Let's take our first break. Oh, I was about to end the show. Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 435. Uh, Big Kev's Star Wars Holiday Special. Correct. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. And we're back. (laughs) I figure we go right into it just like... What? Just like Rome no, did. No crawl. Sure. No crawl. <laughs> no not Just fuck. Throw it all. Caution to the wind. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, BillMillenniumFalcon.com. It is an amazing 
collectible, which uh, it's the kind of thing when you see it all done and lit up and yeah. you're like, damn, I would pay $2,000 for such a thing if I were a rich person. That's right. Well, now not only can you get it and it's cheaper than that, but you can get it monthly. You put it together yourself. You're wholly other invested uh, by its creation right. because you're doing the creating. Yes. So check it out. Go over to BillMillenniumFalcon.com or check them out. Uh, give them a call at 425-92. No. Uh, sorry. Uh, 201 no. 7 No. 877-544-6779. That's, there you go. That's 877-544-6779. Good. Everybody's getting on board. Of course, also... Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? No, else? I'm done. Oh, of course. Also, we have our lovely sponsor, Snodgrass Art. Shop.snodgrassart.com. All right. Uh, you can go over to there. You can check him out on Instagram, Snodgrass Art on Instagram. And uh, he's got prints starting at $5, original work, cell phone cases, T-shirts, et cetera, et cetera. More and more. Love the Snodgrass. Love his work. Check him out. Show him love. Shop.snodgrassart.com. And then, last but certainly not least, General Sneezer himself. Yes. I don't understand. When was he promoted to general? I just thought it was just I, I missed that ceremony, too. Yeah. I, I, I just felt like he deserved it after the beating he took I mean, the first time we did it. Wow. He didn't even, the like, get beating a, he took at your hands. He didn't sure. get a captain in there, a major. He just went right the motherfucking to general. He jumped the shark right to general. But um, bum He's going to be Admiral Sneezer before the end of the show. There you go. And then, and then, and in a couple of weeks from now, he's going to be a CGI guy. So, <laughs> Victorian Inc. Grand Moth Sneezer. Grand Moth Sneezer. <laughs> Victorian Inc. in lovely Elizabeth, New Jersey. Go to victorianinc.com, 803 Bayway Avenue, uh, at Tattoo Caesar. That's C E S A R on Instagram. Or you can go Caesar. to facebook.com backslash Victorian Inc. Uh, check out the shop. Check out his work. He is a fantabulous tattoo artist, an artist in general. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, give him some love and show him some support. Mention Big Kev's Geek Stuff and you'll get a free print and a lollipop. There you go. And the lollipop is no longer a lie. Oh, no, he has lollipops. Do you know why? Why? Because PK here went to go see Sneezer yes. on Monday because... Uh, did you mention he, the show? I, I, I did mention the show. <laughs> did you get a lolly? Uh, and I Well, I brought the lollipops to mention. Nice. So he's been supplied with some lollipops. Uh, Caesar did a, a wonderful, wonderful piece of art for me. I, I commissioned a piece, uh, which is going to become a tattoo for, uh, uh, for somebody. Uh, in the future, uh, and I'm giving the, uh, the the original artwork itself as a gift uh, this Christmas to that person. That's amazing. Um, and, and I saw uh, I saw the piece. It's, it's gorgeous, stunning. It, it's uh, and a, what is it? a what very is it? rudimentary sketch was provided yeah. by this person. So you know, talk to your artist. Let let me know what they can do. And I provided that rudimentary sketch, which is which was horrific, <laughs> hilariously uh, grade school. Um, and what he delivered back is is I, I I literally he sent me a photo of it when it was done. And I literally gasped at my desk. He gold flocked a turd. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So he really, uh, really did a beautiful piece of work. And I, and he I'm took ecstatic. a turd and made it a maple thorpe. That's it. That's it. That's and, what uh, happened. And and he has lollipops as a result. So and there you go. I, did not, I, I didn't pay him in lollipops, by the way. No. So don't get that idea. Uh, there was also a cash exchange. <laughs> But, uh, also, yeah. you can leave your attitude at home because there are no attitudes in the Listen, shop. Caesar well, is no, a nice now that guy. there's lollipops, he does ask that you bring an attitude. Oh, 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 okay. That's the new thing. Of course, he pelts you with lollipops. <laughs> 
as a result of said attitude. He needs dum dums to throw the dum dums at dum dum. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is kind of like common sense and basic knowledge, right? But when you walk into a tattoo shop, no matter which shop it is, be it sneezers or anybody else's, the last thing you want to do, right, is sass the tattoo artist. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, because that guy holds wise play holds your fate in his hands. Literally, mm-hmm. if he wants to draw, you know, a dick and balls, <laughs> he's gonna. If you give him sass, you're gonna get shite. I'm just saying. Yep, it's probably unprofessional, but it might happen. Your uh, figure will have crossed eyes. That's it. Or... That's it. That's terrible. That is terrible. Really Speaking of crossed eyes, Saw Gerrera is gonna be. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! The upcoming oh. episodes. <laughs> Of Star Wars Rebels. Silly Hot. rabbit. Segways are for kids. Hot off of his appearance in Rogue One. Oh, that caused physical pain. <laughs> wow. And <laughs> I think what's... If we can move into serious land, I think what's great about it is that they are getting Forrest Whitaker to do the voice yes. in Rebels. That's, which look, I think is great. I think That's Forrest cool. Whitaker really wanted to... Go ahead. Am I, am, are you still reeling? No, I, from I'm, my... I'm laughing about serious <laughs> land. Um, <laughs> look, it, it's great. Um, this was announced just only this week. He's going to be in, uh, I think the first episode back, right? Yeah. First two, uh, coming back from Ghost the mid-season break. Geonosis part yes. one and two. So yeah. that's awesome. January 7th. Um, so that's that bit of news, but let's talk Rogue One. Uh, we're going into spoiler territory. Uh, yeah? yeah. Did you do the timestamp thing? I, I did it. Uh, last no. go around. Okay. Maybe do that for this time around if, if okay. you have the time to do it uh, or figure it out or maybe I can. Figure no, it out I can. Before, I can figure it out. I, I I would say it's a let's let's go whole hog spoiler. Yeah, we're gonna we, go. People spoilers. are waiting to hear what we have to say. Yeah. And I I don't know. And then I we're not back have, for a couple weeks. So. I might have started this whole thing where we were avoiding spoilers for weeks on end and and completely destroying relevance as far as shit we were talking yeah. about. So fuck it. We're gonna let's go right into it. And uh, I'd say from uh, from now. Okay. The spoiler door is open. So all three of us did go see it last Thursday evening. We went to the 1040 showing at the local dine-in theater. Um, I think overall the experience was good. I had no major issues. Did anybody have an issue with the theater experience? Not at all. I, I love that that space. Yeah. I, I, I think that I'd happy to ma- be happy to make that my opening night place with you going forward. And we didn't have the oh shit waiter. So that that's a that's a plus. No, right. that was fine. He was yeah. he was fine. Again, I think I think the one thing that I would change about the dine-in experience would be the ability to shut off the lights in front of you if you're not getting something to eat or you that know what? kind of thing. Because I, we all three of us end up covering so them up. I, right. And I think the truth of the matter is most people just end up covering them up. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm guessing that maybe in like future designs of that theater, they would do something like right. that. It's probably just not something they considered when I, they were designing it. Yeah, I know. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's not overall distracting. It's not. But at the same time, I was yeah. kind of like, eh. What? What'd you do? No, the, the, uh, pen issues. Um. S- um, pen issues. So yeah, it, it, it's not not a huge issue. If I didn't have something to cover the light up with, yeah. I, I I would be fine what with that. Write? What I'm, did you write? What did you write? He was trying to write time. time. Just, time stamp. Keep, keep moving. Jesus. Big um, Kev's paranoid stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but those uh, the the menus are handy. Yeah. It seems like most people just just lay the menus right Plus on top. Plus that was the night fine. that the cold 
blast hit. So I had scarves oh, yeah. and gloves. I was just stuffing everything yep. in yep. there. Just yep, yep, yep. But, but no, uh, that, that theater's great. Yeah, that th- I, I chose. Uh, I didn't do food this time around because I wasn't particularly hungry. But uh, I did I got, bites I got of a beer. Nice big little. Uh, I, what would you call that? It's, was that a uh, paint? Uh, not a snifter of of wine. No, it was a small uh, uh, carafe. 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 There you go. Carafe. A little mini carafe of wine, um, and that uh, did the job. So the movie itself. Um, I was asked today, and I've been asked a couple of times now, how do you think it compared to Force Awakens? And the very first thing that comes out of my mouth is you can't compare it to Force Awakens. Right? Why, are, why compare? That being said, if I had to pick which one I think I liked more, I think I probably liked Force Awakens more. That being said, Rogue One I thought was amazing. I loved it from start to finish. I have a handful of complaints, um, but they didn't ruin the movie for me. Mm. Better prequel than those other three. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> duh. Yeah, I, I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Everything I, I hoped and expected it would be uh, is what it was. Yes. And, uh, I, you know, it's it's a, it's astounding how fast we uh, we as a community love to to just shit on things and, yep. and, and, and tackle things with a great big meh as opposed to just just enjoying something for what it is. We, we have to pick these little these minutia apart and and allow that minutia to be things that that ruin the experience and be something to to detract and 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 poo poo the movie right and left. So, it makes no sense to me why why we as a community behave that way. Individuals certainly, yeah. you, myself, Kev, most of the time, Kev uh, <laughs> approach a lot of these properties. What does that mean? Well, that means you and WB. Uh, I, I don't know how yeah. I don't know how open your mind You're is right. with WB Films. Nope, not well, open and, and, at all. And I don't begrudge you that. They they certainly Stink. need to establish trust okay. with uh, with people. I I'm g- looking forward to, to the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. I yeah. think I've said that. I, I'm hopeful that that's um, something. And there was about but, six minutes in that Batman Superman movie that was pretty good. <laughs> so, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't know why we treat any of these properties like this, and, and just go in, go in blank, and and be happy about what we're getting. And uh, and that's not to say just just take any piece of yeah. shit as long as it's got a Star Wars name plastered to it. I mean, you certainly want quality, and I think sure. the, I think that quality was was absolutely present. <laughs> Holiday <Rogue> special, <laughs> but uh, no, like, and even my complaints, my complaints <laughs> are. Um, they're sort of biggish, but they didn't ruin the experience for me. So I just same. I just kind of accept them for being weak points in the film. But I think the film overall was still good. But I really, what I really loved about it, I, I think, is all the things that we've been discussing and theorizing about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Disgusting. All, all of disgusting. <laughs> you that too. All the things we've been discussing. Um, all of them happened. Yeah, sure. You know, like all the predictions we had about. Where the movie had to go, yeah, we how the movie had to end. Anybody that went into that movie thinking someone was going to survive, <laughs> yeah, mistake, <laughs> mistake. Mm. And yeah. and I think that was, I think that had to happen. Sure. Um. Uh. I I think it was a a really good matching mm-hmm. to New Hope, which I think was ultimately important. I, I think aesthetically, yes, but I think most important to New Hope. I think it's most important relevance to New Hope to me. I actually think it makes New Hope a better movie. It, it certainly yeah. it certainly clears up a lot the the uh, any bad feelings toward the engineers yeah. of the of the Death Star. Yeah. Why did they leave that now? hole? Yeah. It, it ups it ups the stakes. It ups the ante yeah. for New Hope uh, in in big ways. Certainly, yep. yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I it, yeah, and I think there's been a lot of articles. I'm sure you can Google and find an article that's written about how positively. 
Rogue One changes sure. your feelings about New Hope or about what's going on in New Hope, which I think was an amazing thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I just realized we haven't done, and we should do it real quick now before we continue this conversation, because I think we'll probably move into some more of this territory. Snodgrass? No, we didn't play the voicemails. Oh. I, I figured we would get to them. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, we want, we, let's, why don't we get to them now? Yeah, yeah. let's just play them now, and then We're we can probably talk probably answering them. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I mean. Here's, uh, here's the first one. Big Kev, OG, PK. Carl from Maryland, case like one. Uh, christening your new line definitely won't be the last. So, um, Rogue One, saw this past weekend on Saturday, loved it. Uh, really look forward to being able to watch it when it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray. Be able to watch that and hope and just watch one super long uh, episode of the saga. What did it do box office-wise? Um, and the reason I'm asking is I went and saw it on Saturday evening, like at 7 o'clock, and literally the heat the theater I was in, was less than half full. I was blown away. Um, and I figured it would have been chalked to gills. Make money? Is it still doing good? Are we looking for a franchise to keep going strong? Or did this one fall on its butt a little bit? All right, guys. Look forward to hearing the podcast. Thanks as always. Bye. He sounds like he's on a speeder. Well, I, yeah, I think his cell phone was <laughs> chopping out a bit. Because if you play the next on the road voicemail, too, yeah. it's, it's, a bit clo- it's a bit clearer. Um, if we want to address that real quick, though, uh, no, it did not fall on its butt. Not even close. Um, its total domestic right now is $190 million. Total foreign is $166 million, bringing it at just about three fifty-seven total. In a week. In a week. In less than a week. It less hasn't even been open right, a week right. yet. Right, right. Um, as far as the theaters being packed, I'll be honest with you, even our 1040, uh, 1040 showing, it wasn't packed. No. But I think the reason you're seeing it not be packed at this point is I think there are just so many screens. You know, I, I think it's it, just it, on multiple been, screens. There have so been a lot, tons it down. and tons yeah. and tons of screenings. So uh, yeah, you're, you're you're no longer shoehorning a, a full house into right. into lesser and lesser uh, screens and screenings. Yeah. You know, they're they're uh, they're really saturating it. So you're, yeah, we're not seeing we're seeing empty seats where uh, where which is, can be surprising. Sure, considering what we've been used to over the past. Uh, and you know, there's not long. a lot that opened. But, yeah. uh, Who wants to open up against Star Wars? I, right. I feel you. So there's not a lot to see. Same. That's number one. You and I went to see Force Awakens. It wasn't a full house no, that it night wasn't either. A full and house that either. was Force Awakens. But, re- you know? but remember, there was at least two other 1040 shows, I think, the night yep. that we were there. So yep, yep, yep. that's why it wasn't yeah. bulked out. And that's fine. It's good that it's not bulked out and so, as far uh, as like trying to enjoy the movie a little bit. This like, movie and this franchise, uh, it's safe to say, is un, uh, unhindered. Or unencumbered by any yeah. boycotts that may exist. No, no. Certainly. Silliness. We're not it's even going to address that fine. past that. Uh, do you want to play the second voicemail, too, and then we'll get into the sure. movie? Hello. This is Lamar the Revenger from Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I just want to say Rogue One was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. No spoilers from me. Theories blown out of the water. Um, also, uh, hope you guys get this message because the last time... I- uh, didn't say anything, but anyway, that's cool. Uh, enjoying the show. Keep up the great work. Uh, and yay, go BK. Okay, bye. All right. So <laughs> point one, we got your message. Yeah. Uh, so real quick about Lamar the Revenger. He's an Adat collector. So if wow. you follow him on Instagram, oh, yeah? it's a lot of like AT-ATs and AT-AT drivers and AT-AT related things. It's right. awesome. He's a, he's a cool guy. He's a That's cool a dude. really narrow yeah. focus. Good for him, within though. Within a wheelhouse. I, a I, narrow I, focus of large 
items. I, I yeah, would but imagine. you know what though? When you're not buying a thousand little items, it's easy to bulk buy big items. Sure, mm. you could spend two hundred bucks on an ad at if you haven't spent. 500 bucks on a Millennium Falcon yeah, on Darth Vader figures <laughs> or for the anything, past six years. You know what I mean? Or right. anything from side. Yeah. Chain. So check out so. his uh, collection. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so he enjoyed it too. Overall people enjoyed it. Um, l- let's, let's talk about some spoilery stuff. We saw plenty of rebels tie-ins, right? Yeah. I wanted to talk about that because there's a lot of people and, and I feel like I'm one of them that I think there should have been a more, a slightly more obvious yeah. tie in. To Rebels than there was. I, there was about six of them. They're all kind of scant. If you blink, you miss it, as PK says. Right. Um, or, or stuff that is so, like, in the background as right. to be completely unnoticeable. Like, when they I, call General Sedula, yeah. you know, which is Hera's character. character. Um, the ghost is in kind of the one battle scene. And then there, uh, and then there's a it's shot of the ghost somewhere. Yeah, it's parked. Um, there's the one sort of, again, blink if you miss it, chopper rolling Roll by. On, yep. um, I think there's going to be one or two yeah. little ones other than I'm um, You know, I, I've been thinking about this more, and I agree. The the fanboy in me and the Rebels fan in me wanted to see more, wanted to actually see somebody. But I almost wonder if they were um, intentionally vague about it because they're unsure of where rebels is going yep. overall and they don't want to tie their hands right right so at, at minimum we know uh, we know hera has to be around long enough to but, and right, chopper but, but kanan wouldn't be and that kind of makes sense yeah. to me i get that he's gonna die at the hands of maul at some point i get that dave filani <laughs> has said rebels yeah. is three years currently three years behind rogue one okay so it makes sense yeah you know that that we were, you know that anything could happen in that time, and I honestly feel like, I honestly feel like they have to get they have to get rid of Kanan and Ezra. They have to because I mean, otherwise, whether that's the end of the series or not, I don't know. You but have they to have because to get rid you of can't them. have Jedi's floating around. By the Absolutely. time New Hope, by and the time New Hope comes, they have to be gone. Yeah, and especially or or in deep hiding, deep yeah. hiding, especially because there's a reference made to Obi Wan in Rogue One. Yes, uh, by. By special guest star yeah. uh, uh, Organa, Bail Organa, yep. um, uh, who says, "Oh, he, he helped me so much during the Clone yeah. War, whatever he says." I, I and think... now I have to go back to Alderaan. Oh. <laughs> Don't do and we're, it. And we're all thinking Don't the same thing. It. Damn, he's done. I think Maul takes out Kanan eventually, and I think Obi Wan finishes off Maul. That's what I think. That's how I think that goes down in Rebels. Eventually. Really? That yeah, because would you be ha- impressive. Because I think you and have. Then, I think you have to eliminate both of those characters by the time New Hope rolls around. I, or, I think Obi Wan eliminating Maul is the perfect or, comeuppance for Maul. He gets offed again. Kanan, Ezra offed by Maul. Maul still in the wind. Obi Wan Kenobi, a Star Wars story. <laughs> returns Maybe. Ray Park to the role, Maybe. returns Ewan McGregor to the role, sure. and they fucking face off for real. I, look, I would not be opposed to well, seeing Maul. In I don't know. I don't know how that happens mm-hmm. since Ezra's Snoke. Yeah, right. So well, let's hold on. Good point. Know, listen, let's, let's get back because <laughs> we're going to be running long real quickly. Let's get back to Rogue One. Yes. Um, so uh, Krennic, I thought was great. I yes. like Krennic. Mm-hmm. That Vader scene, though. Yo. Yo, and Kevin Smith, I think, said it best. He's like, "That's the Vader you've wanted to see your whole life, your whole yep. life." And that's you're right. He just throws down zero fucks given Vader. <laughs> yep. I have one discrepancy with that. Okay. okay, 
the Vader we see in the big throwdown in the end, uh-huh. uh, walking down that hallway, wreaking motherfucking yeah. havoc. It's amazing. That's it's ceiling it's kill. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, but, a matter of days after that, he is now the clunky old man that's that's struggling to square off against Obi-Wan Kenobi on days. the Death Star. First of all, not first days. of all, was he clunky? It's not it's not far behind. It's got to be at least a few weeks. E- even still, even still. The point was is, he clunky in New I, Hope? I didn't find him clunky in New I Hope. I don't I don't think he got clunky the, until The old man fight in New Hope? I is, don't think it does not show the dexterity that he was showing. All right. I will give in you in that hallway. I will the give dexterity you that. that he was showing but, had a lot to do with using I I think I might have a uh, I might have a good fix for yeah. this. Had to do with using the force. Like like that was a lot of the dexterity that I saw was him using the force. So you think because he and Obi Wan are just squaring off, I, you know, forceless, so to speak. I and think just man because man. they have already had that fight, mm-hmm. and now it's like, all yeah. right, you know, we, we're just gonna we're just gonna counter each other with yeah. the force. I think they're just straight up fighting, and and also, I think, okay. I think Vader's dexterity is probably inhibited, hence the back to bath. You know what I mean? It's or whatever he was doing. I mean, he's that's obviously what that is. right. He's yep. going through that for a reason, and that's on Mustafar. And by and, the right. way, and it is. And also, as much as it is, as much as it is, does Vader really show that much dexterity in that fight? I mean, he waves his hands around a lot, but he, and he stabs a lot of people. There, there was a lot, of but he's not like he's hands, not like flipping. He was doing a lot of the swing and the sword around, yeah, though. Like, but a lot, it was a lot also of flourishy stuff with the with the saber. I agree with you, except also we have to remember there's not just New Hope. Because he certainly was a lot more dexterous yeah. in Empire yeah. in the fight with Luke. So, you know, I, for some reason, yeah. is, it, is it he's cocky, you're an old I, man, so I'm just going to fight say, you and not really like, get into it because I don't have to. I also feel like with Obi-Wan, it was almost, the death with Obi-Wan was almost, I think that was almost a sort of crisis of faith for Vader. Like, he's squaring off against this guy, and he knows he has to take him out, but he might not want to, and he might be a little bit hesitant, and he is an old man. I think there's you can read a lot into that. I get what you're saying. Right. But I think there are ways you could probably justify yeah, I, some I, of that. I, I mean, Kev just, just threw yeah. a great explanation out there as well. So, yeah. Um, I, I, feel I, think be, that, I feel better about that already. Yeah. There's enough directions for you to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it, it wasn't anything that he changed didn't do, any kind I mean, of game for me at if, all. If he had done a flip... Yeah. <laughs> you know, or something like if he had done a single Anakin move, I would be totally behind you 100 percent. Like no bullshit. Yeah. So it's not I a game call Bravo for me. Sierra on that. He just seemed more dexterous for for someone who's a little bit more clunky, uh, not I, further behind. I but, think he seemed but more. That's, um, you've already you've already smoothed that over for me. I yeah. think he seemed more angry and more. Hey, I am alone in this hallway with ten guys. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have that problem. It's one-on-one with Obi-Wan. And even though it's Obi-Wan, you know, it's still one-on-one with Obi-Wan as right. opposed to ten guys who were shooting at and him. And Obi-Wan really wasn't putting in a whole lot of effort. Obi-Wan kind of had accepted his fate Obi-Wan went too. there to, to yeah. die, I think, at that point. Um, the future, will you see? <laughs> uh, Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing, back from the dead. And yeah. Leia. Anybody that's complaining about the Peter Cushing is just high. I'm sorry. I think I, they, they did a great <laughs> job, and and th- there are people that have ethical complaints about it, about you know bringing a dead actor, uh, you know, d- back to life. They got permission from the estate. Yeah. They went to the estate. Yep. They and, and they they went run, through run this by with, his secretary. By yeah, that's yep. funny. They went through this with such incredible care and 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 heart, and I think it's it's a it's a perfectly fine tribute. And now, like I knew this this ended. You know, going into New Hope, we knew that. I didn't know it ended that, like, literally, like we 
joked around, I think. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh, it's minutes before New Hope, but I, I'm like, that's not really going to go that route. It ends on top of New Hope. Like, yeah. like, like I'm going to back-to-back watch these as soon as the Blu-ray comes out. Uh, so being so on the heels of New Hope, I think it was... It you was have a, to have Tarkin. It was, you have to have Tarkin, and I think it was a great artistic choice to, to line it up with yeah. actually having actual Tarkin on, yep. on site with it. I think that w- it was a smart play. Uh, I think it, it lines it up all the better with, with New Hope. And I think the technology was... I, people, it looks terrible. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Leia looked it, worse it, than Tarkin, and 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 they still both look and Leia great. Looks fine. They, fine. they sold the message beautifully, and yep. they they looked for for where the technology is at. Listen, for and these are the same people that bitched about Kevin Flynn and Tron Legacy, know, right? yep. which also looked great for for being 2010, and and we're recreating yeah. young Jeff Bridges. This is a right. monumental sure. computer generated effort. There's a lot of care and a lot of work that goes into that, and for for and the artists that are behind that are toiling like crazy to nail that. And some shithead geek is just going to yeah. go, meh, looks yeah. bad. I, if I were the artist that worked on that, I, I, everyone yeah. that I encountered did that. Yeah. I think it should be legal. I for think for the artist that worked on it to slap him right. Like upside James the fucking Silent head. Bob strike back. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. They are clown shoes. <laughs> um, he looked I, great. He looked great. Critici- I, I don't disagree with either yeah. one of your points. I think he looked great. And I think as a foil for Krennic, who thinks that he's taking over yeah. the Death Star when Tarkin's just like, I'll be taking over. Yep. And he's like, it's mine. Yeah. You know, like, I think that was great. The criticism that I agree with with regards to Tarkin is I think it could have been slightly less Tarkin. Slight. I thought I, with him, the, the thing about Tarkin, and a couple of people brought this point up, and this Tarkin, there is there is such an icy coldness to him when he when he destroys Alderaan in A New Hope. Yeah, there is this this. I mean, he does. He you is may file and ready. Ice cold blood in those veins as he does that, but he he's so cordial about it. It's, yeah, it's unnerving. Right, and there with this there was. What and I, granted, you're limited with what you can recreate because right. the man is dead. Right. But what they gave him was more of a sneering, evil British approach. But and and kind of he didn't quite have the the cordial sort of feel and right. and the really but, unnerving icy calm that but, that Peter Cushing did in '77. I, I I see that though. I almost have an explanation for that because I almost see that as the Tarkin that we're seeing now is how he is handling in house. Versus, versus Leia. He's almost he's almost prodding Leia and teasing Leia. With yeah. that. You know how when you know how when you have a shitty customer service rep on the phone and you do a lot of the first name draw. Oh yeah. Well, John. You know. What I mean? Well, you know that's kind of like. Tarkin yeah, I get you. I'm like, with you. He's kind of like needling her almost as he's getting ready to blow up her planet. So you think he's more the vicious boss behind the scenes with people he's comfortable yeah. with? Yeah, I, okay. I think I, I think that. he I think he needs a different attitude with men who are on his side, but he has to pull rank. Right. Versus Leia, who's he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, Dantooine, good. We're going to blow up Alderaan anyway. Like he doesn't care. Mm. He doesn't care. Okay. Yeah, I get that. You know, I just, I, I, I just think I agree with the criticism. I think that if, if he was in maybe one less of the three or four scenes yeah. he was in, I think we would stop looking at him and trying to, 
you know, wrap our heads around the fact that he's a CGI dead guy and just would have been more interested in what he was saying and so on right. and so forth. And I think in subsequent views, I've seen it a couple of times now. I think in subsequent views, you're not looking for that anymore. Sure. Well, the shock is over at that point. I, exactly. I look, I look yeah. forward to my second view because unfortunately it, we went to a late screening. Yeah. I did not catch a nap. I had been up since like six that morning. Uh, and I, I, I nodded off a couple yeah. of points and no, through no fault of the movie. It's sure. just, I was exhausted. So I look forward to the, uh, the second screening with the missus when, uh, when she's ready to go. Um, but, uh, but I, I'm anticipating that I'm anticipating now being more invested in the scene. Now the initial, the initial, Holy shit yeah. is over because you're now holy shit for it. like a minute and a half. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, wait, what did he say? All, all three of us <laughs> through, through that whole, yep. through, through his entire first scene, we're just going, wow. And just yeah. and even when he came back, yeah, he's like, "Damn, that was good." <laughs> <laughs> um, my last my last criticism um, is out of the entire crew of the Rogue One, there were three characters I really cared about, and there were three characters that were entirely useless and almost meh to me. Really, Cassian, okay. Jin, and the pilot who defects, I could almost care less about. Wow. Like, I okay. understand Jin had a role, but really, at the end of the day, the characters I liked the most in that movie was K2SO, because he was great. Um, and then the two... Oh, and then, and That's then, why. No, That's no, why. no, but not even him. Just, I thought the character was done well. The lines were funny. They were appropriately placed. And he improvised a fuck ton yeah. of that stuff, too, apparently. And don't you think that there was a way that they could have uh, dropped... Like some kind of piloting joke from he uh, was the pilot. That the, was the pilot. The TV joke. Jo- the TV show. Well, listen, uh, he did. He get. He did get shot in the chest. That mark is clearly a bad spot. But what the TV show? <sighs> Fine. This is for the people that want it. From Firefly. Take my love. Take my land. Take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. I'm still free. Take the sky from me Take me out To the black Tell them I ain't coming back Burn the land And boil the sea You can't take the sky from me There Merry Christmas Happy Hanukkah Joyous Kwanzaa (laughs) There's your gift I don't want to hear any more about it yeah, we're, we're only over by, yeah. uh, you know, eight minutes. Yeah, I know. There's got, no yeah. over. Yes, there's a little bit. So, over. Oh, uh, oh, it is so over. <laughs> so what? So, uh, no, I, I, and I, then, I see where you're coming and then, from. And then, and then, uh, Baz, Boz, whatever his name is. And, and, uh, Donnie Young's, uh, Churit, Churit, yeah, Churit. that guy. Those three, those are the three characters. Like Riz Ahmed's character, who was the pilot that defects. Right. Right. They were, they had a. They did a better job of giving us a reason why Finn defected in the first three minutes of Force Awakens right. than they did the entire movie of Rogue One. Agreed. His his leaving was just very much like, oh, well, Galen told me to, so I did. <laughs> like, there was no, like, there was no crisis of faith. I there think, was no, like, why did he really do it? I think the reason he left was because he realized that they were creating a weapon. I just think it was so subtle and but, so Right, subdued. but they almost glossed, they glossed over it. They, they rushed it a little yeah, bit. I don't disagree with that. You know what I mean? I want to say the other really amazing, uh, the other, the other, uh, uh, rather than criticism, the praise I want to heap upon it also is uh, Red and Gold Leader. Oh yeah, and that also was from edition. That yep. was footage that they found. Yep. that Gareth found Edwards found. Footage. Yeah, um, from from uh, New Hope. Yeah, from yeah. New Hope. Found, in cans. Fil- in cans. He yep. went through footage and yeah. found them and was like, "Oh, we're going to use this." 
That's yeah, great. I think that was great. And yeah. I also think it was it was great that <laughs> Red Five he's addressing Red yeah. Five and you're just like, Oh man, what a what a call ahead to yeah. that. <laughs> yep. And that Red Five doesn't make it. No. no so, he does oh, not. spoiler, spoiler. So Yeah, I thought that was really great. All those little all those yeah. things Blue Milk. Yeah, the blue milk. Blue There's milk a ton back. of stuff. There's tons of little There's things. There's a ton sure. of those little things that, that are really kind of uh, uh, Ponda Baba and yep, Dr. Ezvian. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was really what a, another terrific scene. I hope they got off the planet <laughs> considering it blew up. I, I guess yeah. they did. I mean, because... other people got off the planet. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. and I guess the big thing is that we learned that the Death Star has variations in its power. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just all or nothing. Yeah. Right. It's, got a, it's got a stun setting also. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was really good. I mean, those people were pretty fucking stunned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By stun, I mean just sitting. Just, <laughs> just tap the city. Yeah. Yeah. But just don't forget, don't forget, and and I don't think this is the first time we've seen that. Maybe this is the first time they've said it. Yeah. The second Death Star yeah. is firing on ships. Right. During the battle at the right. end of, of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so which is correct. You it know, has, like, I don't think they're using the full planet buster right. because they fire in that shit a bunch of times right. during that battle. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think it's the first time we've seen it. I think it's just the first time it's been yes. identified. I agree with all of those things. So overall, I think we liked Rogue One. It's just, it's a success. Um, it's going to continue to do well in the box office, I'm sure. We'll report back as soon as we get back after the holiday where it is in the box office at that time. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, where do you think it stands as a standalone sort of thing? I I, th- I think it's great as a standalone. Now, now as a but as a standalone film, because this is a, a a complaint that I'm hearing from a lot of people, and I and I, I have my own thoughts of it. Well, well, it it doesn't stand on its own. So why why not? Uh, it's you have to know Star Wars. You, no, you have don't. to know the Star Wars canon. I don't. Do think... you think it stands w- without that? As as a as a if if you only if saw Rogue One. In your yeah, life because as a Star Wars movie. Legitimately, if you're, story? if you're a brand new Star Wars fan, I think you could show someone Rogue One first and then show them New Hope. And you wouldn't be doing a disservice to New Hope. So I think it stands by itself. The argument I'm getting, though, is is does it stand by itself as no. a movie? No. No. I don't think it okay. does. Because why on earth – you know, like you, you really don't have any backstory with regards to who the Rebels are, why they're fighting, sure. who the Empire is. Why they're doing it and so on and right. so forth. So there's really no. All right, I'll really give you that. And, and my shutdown for that argument was: Why would you want it to? Yeah, right. It's it part is, of the it franchise. Is, it is Rogue One, a Star Wars story, uh, and, and a common complaint is: You know, well, th- this movie is a slave to fan service and so on and so forth. And people are now all of a sudden pissed about fan service. There's, it's a slave but, to fan service, yeah, and it's all about fan service. Why? Because because it references the movie that immediately follows it. That's yeah. that's chronologically. That's stupid. But the the issue with my have with that is it's Star Wars. It's a franchise film. If by the act of making a Star Wars film at this point anymore is fan service, right? Like, and all this stuff has to connect to itself in some way. So I, I think the rules are very different when we're approaching uh, franchise stuff and, and, and genre, uh, geek genre stuff that, that has this sort of universe building to it. And it's, it's, such, it's so frustrating to try and debate this with people anymore that I, you, know, you, you just can't anymore. You just got to say, listen, I loved it. You have a good day. There's just people that – it's the same people who want to just forcibly uh, uh, compare Episode 7 uh, to uh, New Hope. A Force Awakens to New Hope just because it has similar themes and they right. went about it in a similar way. Yeah. And there's there's no comparison of, of any of these as, uh, either. Like I, I, I struggle with somebody trying to compare 
uh, uh, Force Awakens to this film. They're they're two entirely different. They're two films. very different. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, and you can't really compare I, this to any of the other no, films because none it's of not, them. It's not a chapter in the. And I, I struggle with this yeah. stuff anyway. Compare it because, to Ant Man, yeah, because that's probably the closest thing you right? can compare it to, right. or compare it to the Force Ten from Navarone, really. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, I, I struggle with comparing things anymore. And I, I've, a couple people on Twitter asked about it, uh, and and some people directly asked, like, well, how do you how do you rank these Star Wars films? How does it fit? And I'm like, I can't rank f- films in the uh, anymore with these because I. I, I love all of these, you know, in, in some form of equal measure. If you put it in front of me, I'm going to watch it. But as far as, like, an actual top ten list of, like, here's my number one favorite Star Wars film of all time, I, I, I could rank really them up struggle to this with that point. Stuff. Up to this point, I think I could probably comfortably rank them. I don't know how this one plays into that. i got to think it about it more. It doesn't beat yeah. Empire. It just doesn't beat Empire. Yeah. And that argument's being made. And I think it's because no, it's, it's not beat Empire. I don't think not. so. But I think the argument's being made because, one – it's part of that time frame. Sure. And two, because it's new. Right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And if anybody were to ask, like, what's your number one favorite Star Wars movie? I almost feel like the last one I watched. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the unless newest you just watched Force Phantom Menace. I mean. but yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, the, the newest one that just arrived. <laughs> yeah. The holiday special. I've yeah. just seen the holiday special. And... But it, it's so hard to rank these. And the, the prime example I, I go to as far as how I feel about films anymore, especially now as they're, they're, they're getting tighter and tighter woven together, like New Hope and Rogue One have become one film. Uh, much like how I treat uh, the Daniel Craig run of Bond films, where people are like, what's your favorite Craig, Craig film out of the Bond films? I'm like, it is one giant movie. And I, it's a, tr- it's a problem now because now there are there are several Craig films. It used to be where I would watch Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, and I could back to back those comfortably. Now I want to watch Skyfall, and now I right. want to watch Spectre, right. and, 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 and like it's getting harder to to one shot all of these Daniel the Craig films. Epic but, saga. But your, my favorite Daniel Craig film is Daniel Craig's Bond. <laughs> right, I feel you. Put it in the big box. The collection. Yeah, I like Star. That's why for years people would say, uh, "What was your favorite?" You know. Star Wars movie. And for years, I would just say all of them. I can't. I can't break them up. Yes. Yeah, it's like when people ask you what your favorite movie is, and you don't want. You just don't say Star Wars. You say the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, right. And I like the Back to the Future trilogy. Right. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite book? The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right. Like that's just kind of like how you answer those questions yep. sometimes. Yep. All right. Because nobody says the similarium. No one says that. No. All right. With that, with our extra long episode leading into the holidays. That's fair. We were off last week. Sure, and we're off next week. Um, But that doesn't mean you can't leave us some voicemails. Leave us some voicemails in the coming weeks for when we get back. That new phone number is... 201-730-BKGS or 201-730-2547. Don't forget, you can find us online at bkgeekstuff.com, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Uh, at GeekStuffOG across the social media platforms. Uh, uh, B, uh, at BKGeekStuff across yeah, social media platforms. Wow. I am K Robert Marlowe across the board on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. And uh, I think with that, Big Kev. Yes, we'll bring 2016 to a close Indeed. here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff. It was a big year for us, OG. It, it was a big year. 10th anniversary. Yeah, man. 400 episodes. We kept on going. <laughs> we kept going. So there's that. And I made I made it here for the entire year. There you go. That's true. Congratulations. My, my first full year. Congratulations. With, uh, with the show. And you've made it better. So thank oh, you thank for joining you. us. Let's I, make sure we check his pockets before he goes. <laughs> Always been a good time. And uh, with that, uh, OG, as you mentioned, uh, we will bring this episode and this year uh, to a close for Big Kev's Geek Stuff. The way we end... 
some episodes by saying, Troll the Respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone By streams that never find the sea Roads go ever, ever on Under cloud and under star Yet feet that wandering have gone Will turn at last to home afar Over snow by winter sown And through the merry flowers of June over grass and over stone Under the mountains in the moon Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone by streams that never find the sea.